0: Let's do networking better by doing relationshipping instead, and let's be open for those not-so-chance encounters in our life that might change our life. All grown-up! Hey everybody, this is Paul Anthony Angoni, and you are listening to another episode of the All Grown-Up Podcast, where we talk about your 20s, your 30s. Because it's weird in your 20s and 30s sometimes and you're building the foundation of your life. So it's so important that we build that foundation right and not have it riddled with cracks and gaps. Let's build a strong foundation. So that's what we talk about here at All Grown Up. In each episode, we tackle a secret, a question, or a lie that we need to stop believing. I'm the author of four books, 101 Secrets Your 20s, 101 Questions You Need to Ask in Your 20s, and my newest book, 25 Lies, 20-somethings I Need to Stop Believing. Let's get right to it today and today we are going to tackle a question and this is practical this is tangible this I, I know I a lot of episodes it's big picture philosophical mindset belief this one's going to be a little bit more on the practical side of things and it's how do i do networking better how do i do a job a better job networking and first of all i'd like to make the argument that we need to stop networking stop it. We just got to stop networking and we need to start doing relationshiping. Stop networking, start relationshiping. And what do I mean by that? Well, one, I think it just changes the whole context and metaphor of what it means to build and create new relationships. Because networking for me has always felt like I'm being the used car salesman. That I'm going to some networking event, I got to have my business cards ready to you know shoot out there like I'm, I'm a six shooter, At the old range, you know, and I got to pull out my business card, draw as fast as you can. Who can get their business card out fast enough? Uh, You got to have your elevator pitch down, right? You got to have your 30 second elevator pitch. And it always was just so stressful. I go to networking events and my palms were sweating. I felt like I was going into prom again, except I didn't even come with a date and I have anybody to dance with networking events don't have to be like that. Networking doesn't have to be like that. And that's why I like the idea of even switching it up to say, how do we do relationshiping better? Because that kind of takes the pressure off and it takes the focus off. It just being about you and what you need and what you want. But how do you build a better relationship? Because in our non-networking life, when we're just trying to build relationships or meet new people, like we we're act differently. It's not just about us. It's about them. So we got to bring some more of those characteristics into building relationships, which in in turn is going to help us network better. So if we still want to use the word, the idea of networking, well, these tips that I'm going to share are going to help us do networking better, but it's going to help us have a different focus on it. So the first step, the first tip that I would argue, and and this is coming from my book, 101 Questions You Ask in Your 20s as well, if you want to read more about it that number one is build new relationships when you don't need them. And that becomes usually problem number one of networking is that we're only networking when we really need somebody to help us. Typically that is re- revolving around a job. So we've been laid off, we wanna change jobs, we're about to graduate college like, and we've got a month left and we haven't looked for a job yet or at all, we're just starting, so we're kind of desperate. So that's when that desperation kicks in that we try to make networking all about us because we really need something right now. Like it's very real. And I know we all get stuck in those kind of moments like we can't plan everything. Sometimes life happens and change happens and you do need help. But it's gonna be a lot easier to find that help if you've been building relationships all along. So even right now, if you're working a job and it's fine, it's okay, like you shouldn't stop trying to meet new people, or even doing, you know, lunches with coworkers or getting to know your coworkers, going out to coffee at the break room, whatever, like getting to learn more about who they are, what they do, their skill set. Because a lot of times you can even kind of job shadow somebody at your own job who just does a different role, who does maybe even something more aligned with what you see yourself doing. And so you can build those relationships, build those connections, even if you don't necessarily need them. Because it's not about needing something from that person. It's just about having a, a genuine curiosity and interest in that person. And then also another question that I ask in my 101 Questions book is, are we recognizing the not-so-chance encounters in our life? You know, we talk about I had chance encounters. Well, I would argue that they're not-so-chance encounters because it's actually amazing like you're beating all the odds it's a, just this wild thing to think about that the person that you're sitting to sitting next to on your on your plane ride that the person you're sitting next to or close to on the subway the person you're standing next to in the line at the coffee shop all all these people that we run across every day it is mind blowing the odds Of what it takes for you both to be there in that moment in time. In this place in history that you are standing there together. You couldn't even orchestrated that. You couldn't have planned that. Like so many things had to come together. For you to be right there next to that person on the plane. It's a not so chance encounter in your life. And let me tell you some of the people that you might need to meet. That might be really important for you in life. Might be somebody that you sat next to, but you never said a word because you just wanted to get to your movie or your music or your phone or whatever. It was awkward. You didn't want to strike up a conversation with this person. And that's okay. I'm I'm those moments as well. I'm not an extremely extroverted person, but I do try to leave myself open to some not so chance encounters in my life when I didn't need to meet somebody, when it had nothing to do with something I needed out of this person, but just a genuine interest. And I I share a story in my book, and I'll share this quickly, of a time actually being on a plane where I I did this and I I talked to the person next to me, uh, this college student, and we were talking about life and I was kinda sharing some tips about graduation, all this stuff that I do. And then the lady next to him started becoming interested in what we were talking about and she joined in the conversation. And then for the whole plane ride, we all just kinda talked and shared stuff and I was talking about books and all this stuff. And by the end, the, the, the lady was so interested and so excited about what I was doing that she was like, you got to meet my boyfriend. And we were living in L.A. at the time. So I met her boyfriend, and he was a, a talent manager uh, for a lot of Hollywood celebrities. And it's a long story, but basically he then became my manager for a time. We were working on getting a sitcom booked in L.A., and that's a whole other story. Uh, he invited me to a party with a bunch of celebrities and I'm there. I don't even know who anybody is. I'm not really in the celebrity world too much. Um, so I'm talking to this one gal and we're having a great conversation and uh, we'll talked for like 20, 30 minutes just about life and stuff. And and afterwards, he's like, wow, that's so great. You connected with uh, sh- with Sasha. And I'm like, yeah, it was great. She was awesome. And he's like, well, do you know who she is? I'm like, no, nah, I really don't have any idea. It's like, well, it's Sasha Patrice. Um Patrice, Patrice, I can't never say her last name. Anyway, she's an actress that was on Pretty Little Liars, uh, all this stuff. She's got millions and millions of followers. She, she was just great. She was really nice to talk to. Shout out to S- Sasha for just being a cool person. And um, anyway, my manager, he sent a sent a book to Sasha, my 101 Signature Question book. Uh, and then one night uh, I wake up and I have my phone is like exploding with Twitter mentions and Instagram stuff because Sasha has shared my book to our millions and millions of followers. So this all goes back to me striking up a conversation on a plane when I didn't need to strike up a conversation and all the, the dominoes that fell from that one conversation, that not so chance encounter that really changed different courses of my life for that one plane ride. So again, when we're thinking about network and when we're thinking about relationship we got to keep our eyes open to meet new people. Even if it feels a little awkward, it feels a little I, you know, I don't know if I want to talk to this person. we we'll be open to that sometimes because we got to build relationships when we don't just need them because that's usually the worst time to start building a relationship with somebody or start networking is when you really need it. So another tip number two about how do we, how do we do relationship being better networking better is when you meet somebody for the first time, can you be all about them for the first five minutes? play a game, call it the five minute game. Um, Can you just ask them really good questions and just get them talking about themselves? Because that's what people love to do. They love talking about themselves. They love talking about their achievements, their successes. Some people love it a little bit too much, but this is a great way to connect with somebody. This is a great way to build rapport with somebody. This is a great way for somebody to instantly like you and you haven't even said anything about yourself, but you've given them the space to talk about themselves. So we have to be better at asking good questions and not just jumping into our elevator pitch and having that elevator just fall right on top of this person every single time. And then you can see that their eyes are shifting left and right for how can I get away from this person because all they're doing is talking about themselves. Well, you just give them the opportunity to do that. And I'm telling you, you're going to have a lot better connection. You're going to build better relationships by showing a curiosity and a genuine interest in that person. Who you're meeting for the first time? Another networking tip, relationshiping tip, is check in on people. I don't know if you have friends that are really good at this. I struggle with this. I'm I'm selfish. Let's be honest. So I'm not thinking about other people as as much as I should be. So this is definitely convicting for me. But just checking in on people, you know, and this could be as strategic as you know writing names down, or just as somebody pops up in your mind. Uh, you know, we're all so connected these days through social media, and yet we don't really connect with each other, with a personal text, with a personal phone call, with a letter, with a, with a social media message, or just leaving comments, but can we be more intentional about that and check in on people? So if somebody pops in your mind right now, if you can think about it, who, who's popping into your mind right now? And I, I want to check in on that person. Just check in and say, hey, how are you doing? I was just thinking about you. I hope you're well. Uh, you know, I saw that one thing, you know, that you did. And that's another tip is give real meaningful compliments. So real specific, meaningful compliments go a long way. So not just a compliment of, oh, it looks like you're killing it. It looks like you're crushing it. Oh, oh, congrats on all your success. It's a, uh, you know, I saw that one thing that, 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 Uh, project that you were talking about that went really well, congratulations on that. Congratulations on that uh, article you got posted. Congratulations on uh, graduating, whatever it might be. Specific meaningful compliments go a long way in building that connection with another person. And and social media especially. I think social media, we, we get so focused on, again, talking about ourselves. But really the power of social media is complimenting other people, is applauding other people. So even in, you know, Twitter posts or whatever, you know, I, I know some of them I'm most engaged with on just a selfish level. Again, the most engaged with Twitter posts that I do are, are Twitter posts where I'm complimenting other people. And then guess what? That, those other people retweet it and share it with their followers. Because again, who doesn't like sharing compliments about themselves with other people? And, uh, you know, if you're networking and you're trying to get some job prospects, and you're trying to network with people that are successful in their career. Again, giving them the space to talk about themselves, giving them a space to talk about their achievements, giving them real specific, meaningful compliments, especially if you're doing an intro email, an intro phone call with somebody, like letting them know, like you've done your homework, you know about them, their success. And, and so they're going to be more than willing to want to talk to you because, again, you feel like, oh, this person's done their homework. This person um, is not just asking me for something. They're just, They want to hear about my story. And I would say most people are not going to turn you down on the chance to share their story of success with you. If they feel like you're humble and you're hungry and you've done your homework and you're coming to this table kind of open-handed and just wanting to learn, most people are going to give you that opportunity. Now, if you come to the conversation, you're like, hey, you know, I just, I've got this big idea that I need to share with you and I think you're going to want to be involved and, and you kind of come with that arrogance, I've got it all figured out. Um, I'm letting you in an opportunity uh, You know most people are gonna kind of be turned off by that instead of kind of the humble student mentality of you know, I want to learn from you and and I, I've seen where you're successful and I know and I'm, I'm giving you these compliments that's gonna go a long way So another tip on Relationship and networking better and again this a lot of this you can read more about it in my book 101 questions You can ask in your 20, 20s and let's be honest your 30s, too Number five is be present and I can't even tell you. I mean, this is, this is so important nowadays more than ever, but every time that you are looking at your phone, when you're conversating with somebody, you are telling that person, my phone is more important than you, or this notification is more important than you. Anything on my phone is more important than you or on my watch or whatever it might be, or you just can't stop looking at everything going on in the coffee shop, and you're not concentrating, you're not looking that person in the eyes. Leaning forward, uh, you know, your body language plays a big role. You know, I'm a communication studies major, so we talk a lot about the nonverbal communication, but if you have your arms crossed and you're leaning back, well, you're giving that person a message that says, you know, I'm kind of standoffish, I'm not really that interested, versus if you're leaning forward and you're smiling not a fake smile, but a genuine smile. And you're looking that person in the eyes. You've turned off your phone. You've put your phone away. So it won't even be a distraction. So you won't even be tempted when those notification comes. You've silenced them. I know I have a friend that he he got the watch, the Apple watch. And gosh, I mean, he didn't even realize you would be talking to him. He didn't even realize, you know, subconsciously, Maybe he knew, but consciously he didn't. That he was looking at his watch all the time because it was buzzing. It was touching his skin. It was like Pavlonian's bell, right? The Pavlonian bell of just ringing all the time, and he was constantly looking at it. He'd been conditioned, and so it was really hard to have a conversation with him. And, and a lot of times he'd be looking at the watch and he'd just completely zone out, just completely gone for a while. And and he trained me to just. Pull out my phone all the time and just all of a sudden we're talking. He's looking at his watch. I'm looking at my phone. We might not talk again until we both have to go. So be present. Be there with the person you're with. Because again, it's amazing that you're there together. Especially now, hopefully coming out of this post-COVID world where we can actually meet with people again. I think a lot of us are going to find that new appreciation of being able to talk to somebody in person and see their mouth, see their eyes. Like how amazing that is. So we should cherish that. We should protect that and be present with that person. Because again, that's going to that's gonna build a lot of rapport, a lot of trust, a lot of goodwill with that person when they feel like, man, that person was genuinely interested in our conversation, not always wishing they could be somewhere else. Because I, I have a feeling that's what most of us give off in our conversations is that we wish we could be somebody somewhere else. Even if we we're not thinking that, that's the message we're giving. And that's not good. That's not going to help us build relationships. Another great relationship tip, this number six, is be a connector. And when you're a connector, you're you're helping build rapport with two people at once. It's great. And being a connector, it can be as simple as sending that email out, connecting two like-minded people together that can mutually benefit from each other, and you're just being that bridge to connect those two people together. And you're not doing it for your own benefit you're not doing it because you have some ulterior motive you just are like man these two people really need to meet each other but that's going to build so much rapport that's going to build again so much credibility with those two people if you are connecting to like-minded people they're going to look back at you and be like oh man that that person's a great resource i'm so glad they're in my life you know how can i connect people to them they're going to want to have reciprocity. They're going to return the favor to you. And that's amazing. I know I have people in my life um, that have opened huge doors. You know, a lot of our doors that are going to be opened in our lives, it's going to come through a relationship. So, how can we open those doors for other people? And then, in turn, those doors will be open for us. Such an important part of networking and, and relationship is being a connector for other people. And then asking, simply asking other people too, like, how can I help you? Or like, can I help you with this? Or I saw you're doing this. Hey, can I help? Or, you know, just offering your serving people. Basically, you know, that's that's simple. That's age-old wisdom, serving people. And again, I think in today's world, we don't think about this much. We're becoming so me-focused in everything that we're doing. I know I do. I don't serve people enough. I don't say, hey, how can I help this person? How do I step out of my little world where I'm just focused on myself and 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 reach out and help somebody else? And you know what that ends up doing for ourselves? That it actually helps give us more happiness, more joy, more peace, more contentment when we're helping other people. When we're able to, to offer a hand, to, to lend a hand, to, to offer wisdom to somebody else, like that that helps us more than maybe it even helps the person we're trying to help. So let's not be afraid to do that. So these are some of the tips for how do we do networking better by stop networking, start focus on relationship and doing some of these tips instead. So I, I would challenge you to even just take one or two of these this week or this next month and just really focus on that. How do you be a connector today? How do you give real meaningful compliments to somebody? How do you just reach out to somebody and start building relationships, even though you don't really need quote unquote to build a relationship right now. Let's do, Networking better by doing relationshipping instead. And let's be open for those not-so-chance encounters in our life that might change our life. Thank you everybody. This is Paul Angonia. Hopefully, this has been a helpful episode for you with some practical advice on how to build stronger relationships. So important for our health in life, our success in life is going to be through those relationships. Subscribe, leave comments, or leave reviews. I can't tell you how much. I appreciate your support. I wouldn't be doing any of this without just the amazing people out there who have been supporting me for a decade now through my books and my uh, blog and now through the All Grown Up Podcast. Thank you all so much for your support and encouragement. Have a great rest of your day. We will talk next week. Bye.